0: this is the soulfully casual podcast hosted by maddie ice and now your host maddie ice hello again everyone and happy friday this is another episode of the soulfully casual podcast and i am your host maddie ice and i'm so glad to be back i hope everybody's having a great friday i hope it's nice weather where you are and you can at least get out and do something uh most of all though. I'm hoping everybody's being safe out there. We're still in a pandemic. We still need to think about others. So whatever you can do to pay that forward and make it safe for as many people as possible, I hope you do that. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in once again. If you're somebody who's been listening since the beginning or for a while, thanks for coming back. I'm always happy to have you. And if you're new, thanks again. We've had some new countries, some new states show up. So it's really exciting to see this grow and grow each day. Uh, I wanna remind you to you know connect with the show, and that's the email, soulfully.casual at gmail.com, the Instagram, which is Soulfully casual podcast, and Twitter, which is at Soulfully casual. Hit me up however you like. I'm always happy to hear from my fans, uh, my listeners, and uh, I look forward to it. So like I said, it's a Friday, and everybody generally feels pretty good on a Friday. But over the course of this last week, you know, I was having some conversations with my mom. So for everybody who's not aware, Um, I have my birth mother and I have a stepmother who's married to my father and in this particular instance I'm talking about my birth mother. Um, She has been battling cancer on and off for the last few years and right now she is currently battling a brain tumor and she also has some other things that are going on that are not helping her situation in terms of her physical ailments and and so forth. Um, She has physical therapy and occupational therapy that visit her Uh, a couple times a week and she made a comment the other day that really spurred on um, you know what I wanted to talk about in this particular episode and she says one of the things with occupational therapy that she's you know having trouble with is getting dressed by herself she said you know I'm not really great with my left arm right now uh, and you'd be surprised you know what you take for granted when it comes to the little things in your life Uh, the last episode I talked about finding the little positivities And in this particular way, it's about the little things I think that we inevitably take for granted because we do them so frequently. Getting dressed is one of those things. How many times do you think you've gotten dressed in your life? When you go to work, when you go out, hell, even when you go to bed, you're thinking about getting dressed. And we put shirts and pants and shorts and socks and shoes on effortlessly for the most part. We don't even think about it. It happens all the time. It's a habit. Just like the episode I was talking about, your routines, the things that you do on a day-to-day basis over and over and over again, they're habits and we don't think about it because really it's like, well, I get dressed every day, why would I think about what it means to not be able to do that? And then you have some sort of an injury where you go through some sort of sickness and it becomes more difficult to do those things. Even when you have like the flu, for instance, you feel so achy that you can't even move and something as simple as getting dressed becomes very difficult. And it got me thinking about, you know, taking those little things and small victories to heart this time of year, but then, you know, that concept of uh, taking things for granted, it's really evergreen. Like it doesn't have a timestamp on it. It's not as if we only take things for granted at the holidays or we take things for granted not at the holidays, that happens all the time. I mean, we have moments in which we feel like, man, I really feel like I took so-and-so for granted or I took this for granted. You know, i took having heat for granted because hey our heat was out or our hot water was out for a few days and we it's inevitable it's going to happen no matter what we do we even if we are so present all the time in which we say well i'm never going to take anything for granted inevitably you're going to it's human nature so if you have done it or you realize you have done it in this moment you're human don't worry about it but there's really no timestamp stamp on it so you know we talk about uh, there's things in life that are always on the top of our list, you know, that we wanna that we appreciate. So we always appreciate our family. We appreciate our children. We appreciate our friends. You know, we're always going to say that. So when somebody says, like, what's the best moment of your life? If you're married, oh, the day I got married. If you have kids, oh, the day my kids were born. I think that's inevitable. Like, I, I don't know if those ne- things necessarily count when it comes to things that we take for granted. Because I think while we do take individuals for granted and so forth, like, those things are... They're obvious at the top of our list of things that we like. They're obvious of things, you know, that that we are into. But one of the things that I like to do is I like to make top five lists. And I do that in a way to make fun of when we do like power rankings in sports. And then inevitably people on social media or or wherever get all up in arms about, well, so and so, you know, such team should be number two, not number three, and so forth. So I like to make top five lists of the stupidest things because I like to create folk controversy. And what ends up happening is I'll say, what's your top five muffins, right? And then somebody will say, well, I think blueberry muffins are overrated. And then somebody will get up in arms about that. And it ends up leading to some fun stuff. It ends up leading to conversations, uh, you know, that you wouldn't normally have. And then you kind of find out some things. And one of the things you do find out is that we're actually really similar. A lot of us like a lot of the same things. A lot of us agree on the stupidest things. Like I said that the blueberry muffin is the king of the muffin. And somebody said, what are you talking about? There's no way. And I'm like, I mean, you can't beat a blueberry muffin with that really, really, you know, large grain sugar on top. It's just the best. And that gets into a whole thing. And then you find out, yeah, most people like blueberry muffins, unless you're allergic or unless you're somebody who doesn't have a heart, who doesn't eat, you know, sugar or carbs. And I feel for you, Um, even though that means that I'm not going to look like you probably. I still feel for you. I like to do those things. And I feel like it's a way to connect with people. It's a way to sort of add a little bit of levity to situations, right? Like sometimes work can get stressful, your family life can get stressful. So if you throw one of those things out there, sometimes it can uh, lead to some really funny moments. But in the last episode, in the last you know couple of episodes, I've talked about being a better person, about finding little victories. And it got me thinking about a top five list for this episode. And for me, it's my top five favorite little thing because we have favorite things that are probably big. Like obviously we all, you know, hopefully love our kids. We love our, our parents. We love, you know, our friends and all that stuff. And we always say, this is my best friend. And sometimes those things fluctuate. And it's like, oh, I love pizza or I love this. But if you start thinking about the really, really little things that don't necessarily have to happen every day for you, That's what I started thinking about. So I, for you, made a list and I want to talk through these things a little bit because I think it's a little bit of fun. So we're going to start with number five and we're going to go to number one. And I'm sure there's a bunch of you who are thinking that you know what the number one is based off of some things that I've said in previous episodes. Well, stick around because you may not necessarily be right. So I'm going to say number five. And this one is something that really is only applicable when it's cold. And I realize that, but it has such a relief and a comfort to it that I love it so much, and that's fresh, warm sheets in the wintertime. So if you're in the Freights household, you are we're washing our sheets once a week. That's who we are. We've grown into people who wash our sheets once a week because, hey, that's what we do. And in doing so, uh, sometimes, especially when it's cold, you know, we don't necessarily take fresh sheets from the linen closet and put them on the bed. A lot of times, if it's me who's doing it, I'll try and sneak in and make sure that the old sheets are not only washed, but dried before they get on the bed. And then I will wait to the very last second and we'll make the bed when those sheets are warm and we'll get into bed while it's warm. And so it's like you're cold, 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 or, you know, chilly a, a little bit. I mean, right now here on this Friday, it's like 20 degrees out. And then you slip in and it's nice and warm and it's like a cocoon. And it only happens once, you only get that feeling once. But that feeling of comfort, that feeling of safety, that feeling of warmth that you get when you slide into your bed and it's nice and fresh. And yes, you can get that by just like warming up your sheets. But my point is, is they're fresh, warm, clean. You just feel good. Your whole body feels warm and it just makes for a really healthy sleep. And once you open up the sheet, you know, open up the covers and get out, all that's lost. So that's why there's a very specific timing to it and a very specific way that you have to do it. But that's something that I absolutely love. And it's amazing another thing that i love just in general in life is music i've not really talked about that on this show because my musical interests are probably not something that necessarily everybody would like i tend to like a little bit more extreme music i like heavy metal i've always been a heavy metal guy metallica is my favorite band but i also love a lot of different things but it's difficult to talk about music in like a monologue format like i'd love to have somebody on who also wants to talk about music and talk about the history of music the history of rock and roll but number four on my list is songs that i instinctively want to crank the volume on and i've talked about this with a friend of mine joe about there are just some songs the second you hear them the volume gets turned up to 11 to quote spinal tap and i love that especially in the car like it's nice when it's in the house but in the house you know you live with somebody you have you know we have our son so it's not like i can crank the music the way that i used to when i was single but when i'm driving alone windows are up actually i'd prefer them down if i'm being honest because that time period i've talked about how my favorite month is may because the weather is ideal well that's when this kind of happens but it can happen at any time but when you have the radio on or for me i like to put my phone on shuffle and just see what kind of comes up and when a song comes on, that just cranks it up. So an example of a song like that for me is you know, a Huey Lewis song, you know, Heart of Rock and Roll. As soon as that song comes on and you hear that pulsing at the beginning, I crank that song up because there's just something about it that it needs to be played loud. It's best served, best ingested loud. And I love it when that happens because sometimes, especially on the radio, they play the same songs over again You don't have any control over what song is coming on. So it's not like I can pick and choose what I want. And then, man, a song comes on that you just absolutely love, that to you is a a slapper, a banger, whatever you want to call it. And you crank that radio up. And that for that three, four minutes, you get that bliss of that feeling of, man, that's a song that I just absolutely love. I love that. So that's number four on my list. Number three on my list is actually something that, could happen more often and actually there's two things that kind of go in this category because to me they kind of smell the same ish but they're smells so that gave it away but i'll tell you what the smell of either an apple product like the boxes the packaging that comes with it the first time you open it and the smell of a new book i love that now the apple product thing has a specific smell and if you buy a book that sort of has the more Plasticky pages—you kind of get that similar smell. That's why I said that they're similar. But when you get a fresh book, when I order a book off Amazon or I, or, you know, I buy a book at Barnes and Noble, I actually will flip through the pages and smell it because the smell of that paper just does something for me. Inev, I will be perfectly honest with you. I am somebody who has an e-reader, and I like the e-reader because I can have as many books at my as, excuse me, at my disposal as possible. It really works out on vacation because i can take as many things as i want if i'm in between books i don't really know what i want to do then i I have them but what it lacks is that smell and there's just a comfort to that smell for those readers you probably know what i'm talking about like when you get a book flipping through the pages smelling the paper that'll never translate in an e-reader it just never will and i just love 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 that smell And, you know, a lot of times because I'm somebody who takes care of my books and that I hate creasing them, I hate what bending pages. I hate doing all that. I actually don't let people borrow my books for the most part because I know that I'm not going to get them back in the condition that I like them. But when I'm done reading a book, you almost can't tell that I read it because I love keeping it in that condition, that pristine condition. And the reason that I do that is because it, you know, keeps that smell for as long as possible. And it's just something I love. We actually just recently redid uh, my recording room and it has built in shelves in it. And taking all those books down was one thing because we got to smell the books as they were coming down and then putting them back up, you get to smell them again. So that's a smell that I absolutely love. And that's why I will never be a full uh, Kindle or e-reader person because I have to have a physical book every now and again, especially reading on the beach. That's the best. So that's my number three. So now we're getting down to the top two. And I'm sure I said earlier that most of you probably think that you know what number one is, but I'm gonna tell you what my number two is and that'll let you know if you think that your number one choice was correct. Number two is a fresh, comfortable pair of shoes, specifically sneakers. And probably most of you thought that was the number one. And you're probably also thinking, well, duh. I mean, I've talked about that many times before. If you're listening for the first time and you've not heard any of my old episodes, I'm a sneakerhead. Um, I became a sneakerhead three years ago, but I've always been a sneaker lover my whole life. But growing up, my parents wouldn't buy the expensive stuff because it just wasn't something that they felt was worth their time and their money. They felt like quality, quantity over quality was better because, hey, you're buying stuff for a kid every school year. And the way they saw it is why would they spend that kind of money on something that they knew I was going to wear and beat up every day? And I understood that, but I always loved sneakers. And I think I told the story about when I was in New York a few years ago for a WWE event. My friend who I was with, who's from New York, asked what I wanted to do. Long story short, we ended up at Flight Club, which is a sneaker uh, consignment shop, basically reseller, so to speak. And I fell in love. And since then, I've gone way overboard with shoes, but I probably have like 30 pairs right now. But I love when you get it, you know, the first time. And another smell that's not quite on this list, but it's an honorable mention is the smell of new shoes when you open the box, the smell of the paper, the smell of the materials, the leather, and so forth. And it's just, it's awesome. But putting on that pair of shoes for the first time, and I think that's why there's an addiction for me to buy new shoes because that feeling of putting shoes on it and basically wearing them for the first time. And in the sneaker culture, it's called undead stocking something because dead stock is when you have something. It's never been worn, it's never even been put on feet, and you're trying to sell it. That's where it's worth the most money. But once you wear something, it's no longer dead stock, it's used. And I love wearing it for the first time, especially when you know that you have the perfect outfit for it. And no matter who actually sees the shoes or who actually knows what they are, because most people that I know, if not everybody has no clue what any of the shoes are that I'm wearing, I feel awesome. And especially when the shoes fit so well and they're comfortable. So like that, co- that, that combination of comfort and style and just the whole thing, I love that. And it's why I have a seasonal rotation for shoes. It's why I'm constantly looking to add and sort of replace things. Because after a while, that shoe doesn't have the same allure, you know, depending on what it is. Because there are times when I buy shoes thinking I love it. And then I get it and I'm like, I don't I can't really rock this very often. Like it's just, it's not a shoe that really works for me. It's not a color palette that works for me. But even still, the first moment you rock something, um, it's awesome, so I absolutely love that. So that was my number two, and I'm sure a lot of you thought that that was gonna be number one. And you're probably thinking to yourself, well, what the hell could number one be? Because I thought I had a dead pin for something that he would love more than anything. But there's something that goes back to my parents and when i was growing up and really it comes down to every day it was every day before school i remember this particular event happening every day for my parents and i remember it so much that it's become something that i love to this day and that is a freshly brewed pot of coffee drinking from coffee every day from a brewed pot of coffee is my number one favorite little thing and i talked about my parents so my parents, while well, my, my, you know, my birth parents are separated in age by a good number of years, they both had the same routine every morning. So my father would go off to work. My mom worked too, but um, it was a little different. She was a self-employed accountant, but they both drank coffee and read the paper every day. And it's funny to think about that now, because when I go and visit my dad, he'll say to me, do you guys get the newspaper? And I look at him and I, I say, you know that we don't get the newspaper. We're way too young to get the newspaper because we don't sit and read the paper and drink coffee before we go to work. My wife and I get to work at 7 a.m. We want to get in early and get out earlier and try to have a day off at the end of the week. We have a flexibility in our schedule that allows us to do that. That type of flexibility didn't you know, exist when my father was working and he's been out of work now for or retired for almost 20 years. So he would work the traditional nine to five job so he would get up i would get up you know he would have breakfast coffee read the paper and i would have my breakfast and we would talk and then i'd go off to the bus he'd go off to work and that's how it would work and we'd all get home but there's something about brewing a pot of coffee that i just absolutely love and i know that there's a lot of people listening who probably have a keurig uh and i'm not judging you I just can no longer drink coffee from a Keurig because I have learned the differences between good coffee and coffee flavored water. And a Keurig doesn't provide the same thing. There's no comfort in that. There's something about making the pot of coffee, listening to it brew, the sounds that the coffee maker makes, the dripping of it. Like when I watch Jerry Seinfeld's show, I think it's um, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. When they get to the place that they're going, Jerry you know or the production crew puts like stock uh, video of the coffee that's brewing or them making the coffee and just hearing those sounds and maybe I'm one of those ASMR people but I want coffee in the moment even if I'm actually drinking coffee I want whatever it is that they're drinking and it's because there's something about having a pot of coffee listening to it being made and then when it's done taking those sips from it it tastes so fresh it tastes so bold so good and you just can't get that when you buy coffee out or you have a Keurig or even you know instant coffee which good lord I'd have to be in the absolute worst frame of mind ever to drink instant coffee because it just doesn't taste like coffee to me and i just have always likened it to when my parents were were growing you know were were getting ready for work and I don't have that for the most part, but I've been working at home now for the better part of a year because of the pandemic, my wife has too. And so we kind of have a little bit of that right now. We get up and take my son to the babysitter. And then we come back and we're working and sipping that coffee. And we both have connected on that. My wife was a Keurig person when we met and she drank coffee for the caffeine. And now we both drink it for the taste. We do beans, we try different things. And it's all because we love the idea of that freshly brewed pot of coffee, that comfort, that that relaxation of just sipping your coffee and drinking your coffee. And I've always loved that. So that's my number one little thing. And so you kind of get a little glimpse into into me. like I love sounds, I love smells, and I love tastes of different things. And hopefully I can tie a lot of that stuff together for a future episode or episodes about things that I like, I love to cook, I love food, right? All that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I've talked about little things and how important they are, not just in, um, you know, like things that you enjoy, but I've talked about it in terms of starting over, starting fresh, finding those little victories, how to battle seasonal depression, finding little victories, providing those little positivities for others. So think about your life. What are some things that you love? What are some little things that you love You know and and get you through the day that you don't actually think about that you take for granted right i drink coffee every day and so in some ways i take it for granted and just think about them list them out i'd love to hear them so you know how to connect with the show i mentioned them earlier the email the instagram you know the twitter you know message me your top five favorite things or even just some of your favorite things because i'd love to be able to see what my listeners enjoy and you know, use those things and use that list to try and think of something too that you take for granted. That if you lost it right now, you would feel devastated. And think about my mom being unable to get dressed by herself, something that we all do all the time. And not being able to do that is something that you don't realize that you have until it's gone. And that applies to everything. Hold the people that you love. Hold the things that you love, hold the little things that you love dear, because there is going to be a time when you may not be able to have them anymore. And if you never can get them back, you want to remember why you love them and be able to carry those feelings with you uh, through the rest of your life. Um, you know, I thought I had a lot of fun with this episode. I'll be honest, it's Friday. Um, I've actually already had my coffee today, but it was a freshly brewed pot of coffee as always. And, um, you know, it was, it was really, really great. Um, but I'd like to thank you again for tuning in. Yeah. I hope that you contact me with your favorite things. I'd love to share them with others and maybe you all can, you know, realize that you love a lot of the same things. So go enjoy one of those or multiple of those, uh, over the weekend. Um, I will have another episode for you on Monday. Uh, everybody stay safe out there. And as always, I will see you all down the road.